Greetings and welcome back to Cosmography. This is episode 3 of season 2 and today we have a very special guest with us. She is Har Simran Kaur. She's a well acclaimed 16-year-old author of The Best I Can Do Is To Write My Heart Out and I Am Perfectly Imperfect, both self-published books at the age of 14 and 15 respectively written under the pseudonym of Har Simran Kaur Mun. She is an Asia Book of Records and an India Book of Records holder who also has contributed to several anthologies and recently published her third book Clementines on my poetry table a poetry collection on 17th May 2021 She has written over 150 plus poems till now so that's a great number her Simran uh that that you are here today thank you for making time Well, it's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. Great. So, uh, okay, for our audience, uh, Harsimran is an, is an English language enthusiast, and she is currently a senior in high school and resides in India. So, do follow her on Instagram and Facebook at the red Harsimran writes books. So, uh, Harsimran, uh, tell us something about your latest book. Like I just saw, it is entitled "The Clementines on My Poetry Table," a poetry collection. So. Mm-hmm. uh so tell us something about your latest book like i saw some uh, you know poems from your book so i'm quite inquisitive about the same yeah so my latest book uh called clementines on my poetry table a poetry collection uh it came out recently on march 17 2021 and it was a collection of poems which i wrote from december 2019 and june 2020 about um topics ranging from literary zoom meetings to donuts and uh it is currently available at amazon india and amazon.com and all the respective amazons of uh, the other countries as well and all royalty received at my end for the book will go to the give india foundation's urgent covid relief fund Mm-hmm. So yeah that seven times on my poetry table. Yeah, but I love you know the zoom part. So I just uh, saw this poem uh that you've written in your book I guess and uh this talks about the zoom meeting rooms like uh muted, right? So this is a uh Yeah, it's on the book. Yeah. So that's great. Uh so you know these poems are quite relevant to be very honest like uh you know looking at the present circumstances yeah. so we are in a sort of a dilemma like when we'll be able to get back to normal yeah. life and if ever we'll be able to get back so uh nevertheless uh, when did you first feel the urge to become a poet so i would say this urge was an instinct so whenever my mind would receive a stimulus towards uh something uh for uh a situation or anything like that my yeah. first instinct would be to think about it to ponder upon it to protract about it and to write that is something that had always been my uh supreme priority i have always been this kind of a person who kept diaries with her and and i would literally um keep a diary with me everywhere i go and all the time it, that was something which kind of made me volatile and proactive at the same time and i think that uh keeping a diary and a journal was something that kind of very uh, inspired me and moreover many circumstances uh kind of led me to write at the first place for example if i would read a book um you know as, as you know that i first started writing 
uh, poetry when I was literally like ten years old. So if I would yeah, read yeah. a book, then my instinct would be to write something about it because you know I was also this person who ha- had uh, her opinions about things. So when I got exposure to uh, such kind of um, arts, to literature. to um movies to films or anything like that i think that i sure always had opinions about it and i would express my notions in the form of writing because that was kind of very convenient for me it was something that i was very comfortable in and i think that that uh, part of me inspired me to write something and just um you know gather the urge in my mind to uh write something you know yeah 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 that's awesome you know so basically you have this uh, literary uh, uh, capacity in yourself ever since uh, you were uh, i should say a child like uh, uh, before you you know entered your teenage years so you had these uh, literary capacities within your mind you you started analyzing the works of various authors and you started putting them out in your own words so this is where you got to the interest of writing poems from right Yeah, I mean I I I always had these authors as uh my mentors and I consider them as my idols and I've always uh, been very amazed by their work and the way they would play with language very colorfully they would insert words the vocabulary that would be you know very new to me and something that I never discovered before so i think that kind of gave me exposure to an environment where i would you know read such kind of things and be comfortable with language and with english literature in general yeah so, very yeah. true very true so when you're reading books you get a uh... that thing within yourself like you know you have to write so writers must read books so this is what we can conclude out of your journey in fact uh, about how you yeah. started yeah yeah so uh, uh like you know i just saw another poem uh, in your recent book it's entitled freedom so that uh, kind of deals with uh, you know a perspective of life as you see it from a subconscious perspective so uh, why did uh, you uh, in your opinion uh, take up to narrating the story of life like you know expressing the emotions like freedom is uh, something that you can call an emotion or sort of an emotion uh, in the, from the subconscious perspective as in uh, what do your poems exactly deal with other than uh, the subconscious perspective itself Well, I think that writing is kind of a byproduct of everything around me. And since I consider myself a very keen observer and that I like to keep an eye on everything going on in the world um or in my surroundings. So I think that my poems deal with whatever I am exposed to. My my poems deal with um the kind of teenage angst that you mm-hmm. see in the movies and realistic no, it, right it it deals yeah yeah so deals with literally uh stuff that uh i am very exposed to and you know the stuff that make me vulnerable because my poems surely uh does represent a vulnerable aspect of the teenage life not only teenage life but also uh a, a person and individual and i think that um being an arts enthusiast writing uh, was always uh, it had always been my jam and i have always been having a great affinity with it and it's something that makes me aware about myself and what my boundaries are and i think that's what i have kind of tried conveying through my poems and and it dealt with it in my poems deals with aspects like mental change and like 
you know all these things and i've tried to um um you know wrote them the way i wanted to because everybody has particular notions of how they want things to be and how they want their writing to be so my uh, poems are kind of um a part of myself i would say and they are they show who i am so yeah yeah so you said uh, they show who you are so that is you know going into a philosophical aspect of a poet uh, his, his philosophical mindset so uh, so you know uh, talking about the philosophy of the ancient indian shadarshana schools uh, uh you know the precisely the naya school of philosophy the samkhya school the yoga school the mimamsha the vaisheshika mm-hmm. and the vedanta school so uh, yeah. h- how do you feel you know like uh, uh from uh, reading your opinions about life if at all your poems do align themselves uh, to the ideal that is followed by these shadarshana or the orthodox schools of indian philosophy do you have any similarity uh, any kind of alignment or any kind of affinity mm-hmm. to these if you could just uh, elucidate on this Yeah, I think that um I kind of did not really expose myself uh, to such scenarios where uh you know I I learn about these things but I think that it's it's a very uh philosophical thing uh to know as a teenager uh, you know right so I think that I surely like to get into such kind of stuff and talking about how my poems align themselves to this kind of ideals i i think that they pretty much do convey a similar meaning which these um ancient sacred texts did and all the um, mythologies uh, the hindu uh, philosophy did so i think uh up to some aspects i would say that Yes, uh my poems does follow some traditions because they are built on the foundations of these these brilliant brilliantly executed texts. And and I think that um you know in in today's age any writing sure does uh take inspiration from such kind of texts and it's built on these foundations and these these ideas and these opinions and these notions. So I would say that at some level my poems does align with um these uh, philosophical thoughts so yeah these have been representing the very indian mm-hmm. way of life from the ancient ages now you know t- taking on from this question i would like you uh, i would like to ask you on your views regarding the vedas and the mahakavyas like uh, ramayana and mahabharata so that they are popularly considered to be the earliest of all poetic works by scholars today especially the ramayana considered to be the earliest uh, epic poetry uh, of hinduism and the mahabharata which is considered to be the longest you know it is around uh, 1 lakh verses so what do you think about such a question uh, to me yeah, thank um, you but i think that yeah i think that um i would say that i consider these texts to be very very sacred and i, I sure admire them and and i would surely like to get into them because um certainly i haven't exposed myself to these tomes yet right, yeah, right so right. 
but I think that these these are very very um wonderful portrayal of the ancient india and and these these surely showed us uh the meaning of existence and what life really is so i think um that they are really very philosophical um right so yeah so yeah so you you, you just said you know uh, they show us uh, the very meaning or, or the very existence of ancient india as it was so you know just taking on again from that particular quote by adaptation by you so if i can quote that particular uh, statement you stated so do you think uh, a poetry or a poem you know by a particular poet helps us in uh, you know identifying it as a cultural mirror to the age he belonged to I think that is very true. I actually agree with that because uh, certainly when we go back to uh, one century, when we go back one century, then we can observe the differences and we can surely see some of the similarities, but most of uh, them are the differences from the present age. Because I think that's the beauty of time and how all all. all cradles of our civilizations changed over a particular period of time and i think that this particular force of nature is very very um artistic and very real and very beautiful at its own place and it surely does um facilitate us with various kinds of things and and we human beings certainly uh, uh, you know we get exposed to new inventions and new things uh, as right. one uh, decade crawls um so yeah i think that there can be very many differences and there can also be many similarities for example most of the poems from my books mm. i think that they pretty much um gained an inspiration from the western ideologies and the western civilizations um and and i think that the this whole point of um inspiring the present self to the older times uh really very uh, had always been a significant thing and there's this book called um a gift from watermelon pickle from a friend called felicity which is uh, a an anthology that inspired uh, my recent publication clementines from a poetry table okay. and i think that pretty much ideas and uh, you know the walls that uh, up to which it inspired um, that it surely inspired uh, my book and my poems and i think that that's the beauty of uh, you know um absolutely in, right inspiring yeah yeah so uh, you know i i, I could uh, get two conclusive statements uh, from from what you just uh, stated or you know uh, the first thing you uh, you stated conclusively is actually you know the poetry uh, through the ages they serve to be uh, a source of you know a, a kind of document that documents the human evolution through the ages and actually helps yeah. in uh, some sort yeah, of a exactly. reconstruction of history uh, and you also said that you know you are you have been inspired by the uh, western civilization by the greek roman poetry which is considered to be the greatest achievement of the western civilization until the 19th century yeah. poets like uh, like thomas hardy you know in in his uh, poem the darkling yeah. brush and matthew yeah. arnold 
in his uh, in, in his poem the dover beach so they criticized they they actually you know uh, felt like uh, their, their civilization was ending catholicism was being questioned and that the the greatest achievements yeah. in western civilization were mere broken liars so uh, what opinions do you have on the similarity or uh, in subjects if there's any uh, be that concrete or abstract uh, between the indian and the greco roman poetry if taken to be generalized since you are an indian poet who has taken inspiration from western civilization or from the greco roman poetry so if you could uh, document us on that as well yeah i think that um the early the roman or the greek mythology is very much um inspired from and by the indian one because you know when we see and we we differentiate uh, between one kind of civilization to the another or one kind of mythology to the other and we surely see many similarities and the differences i think that um this whole this whole notion of uh, mythology and even greco roman poetry it it was very influential on the rest of the world and the world kind of changed when there was um, you know the evolution of such kind of uh, poetry through time because many poets came uh, in all these centuries and you know they debated and argued and and and, and talked about the importance of things and i think that um, even when we take any two civilizations into place or any two um, mythologies into place then yeah. surely we see similarities of course we do and the indians uh, civilization had purely uh, been gratified with the roman one and i think that these two aspects uh, are you know very very um, important to each other and they are very relatable is what i would say yes yeah, so yeah you- i think that the the evolved over time yeah. um yeah yeah so you actually um you know you you trying to put an interrelation i mean an interdependence between the indian and the greco roman mythologies right yeah 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 so yeah, yeah i surely of course, am you know the indians had a lot of uh, trade connection with the roman empire especially dating back to centuries and yeah. millennia so yeah you you can have a, a lot of cultural intermingling in between so that that comes out as a general conclusion so anyways uh, thank you very much for being on the show today hasimran we got to learn so much from you you know so many insights but uh, parting words what would be your parting words for the budding poets out there who are yet to figure out a way to get their works published Well I would say that you know it's important to be yourself and to show who you are as a person and what you believe in what your notions and ideals are yeah. and it is something which keep you going and 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 yeah I think that um you know it's important to um, have certain kind of tastes on which you can embark on later right. in your life right. and you know you can that no it's something that inspires me or anything like that so yeah that's what i would say exactly thank you so much thank you so much for being on the show pornography 
uh, tonight. So it was a real pleasure hosting you as the host of the show. And uh, I would recommend people to listen to Hasimran's audio and also to you know purchase her book, uh, her latest work, which is as I said earlier entitled Clementines on, on my poetry table, a collection, a poetry collection. Yeah. It was published on 17th May 2021, and as uh, she stated in the beginning, it's available on all major uh, e-commerce sites, including Amazon, Flipkart, and so on. So you can go get your copy, and if you liked our podcast episode, do subscribe. And share the same as well with your friends and among your circles. So thank you once again, Hasimran. It was a pleasure hosting you.